Hello and welcome to Naked and a Little Bit Afraid with Mel and Kay. Join us as we peel back the layers into a space of vulnerability, unfiltered, unscripted, 100% us, fully clothed. Okay, guys, I need you to tell me if my voice has changed. (laughs) Do you feel like you have an accent? No, I don't feel like, okay, this is what, I feel like I've been trying to talk more sexier here because everyone tells me I have an accent and I have a beautiful voice and sometimes when I'm talking I'm like let's talk soft and slow <laughs> um that reminds me oh my goodness have you have you ever watched modern family Mm-mm-mm. okay to any viewers out there who are I love modern family and they come back Cam and Mitch go to England for I think what is it a week or two weeks and like Cam's like comes back oh hello chip chip cheerio and Mitch is like we were there for two weeks <laughs> yeah this is what I've been here for two weeks too and people are just like so amazed that I haven't like they just tell me all the time that I have an accent and just not every day that Canadians hear that so I always wonder like what our accent sounds like to we I was told once in New York that we sound very slow like we talk very slow I'm like oh that's not sexy at all but apparently it is well well especially when you talk oh hello my name is Kaylin <laughs> so nice to meet you <laughs> all no, right it's funny. okay before we get into it yeah um, uh, summer took me to hang out with some of her uh work friends and uh someone had asked me a question and I was just talking to them and then all of a sudden everyone looked at summer and then they're like wait we're so confused there's too many Canadians here (laughs) just assumed she was talking (laughs) it was so fun oh anyways okay let's do it let's dive in well as per usual we were just chatting a little bit before we press record Kaylin and I are bringing opposite spectrums to this podcast Kaylin, let's get to your spec. And we're back. <laughs> oh, my word, people. Opposite spectrums. I will give you the title, My Spectrum. Shit show. And to prove it is a shit show, my Zoom cut us off saying I have no disk space left to record. So now we are recording on Kaylin's computer. So here we are, folks. And Kaylin's just going to give us a sprinkle of her spectrum right now. um yeah so mel's going through a little bit of a shit show and i'm like just here um i don't know what i am i'm just chilling um i said to mel today that i really wanted to talk about um what happens when you like follow your dreams and stuff like that and like this kind of ties into what where I am on the spectrum of like I'm pretty zen but a little confused and a little bit lost and um but not busy which is very hard for me so I think that um maybe you guys can relate if you've ever had a goal or a dream and you've reached it or like that day that you've been anticipating forever and ever and ever, and it finally comes and you're like, yes, and you've put so much pressure and um, excitement and everything on that day or on that goal. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, 
Oh. Okay. Well, now what? Right? We're always chasing. We're always looking for that next thing. And I think that that's what um, moving to New Zealand has kind of been for me right now is like, you know, it was such a huge buildup getting here because I had so much to do and I was so busy. And um, I did put some expectations here. I'm like, there's something in my gut that's telling me like, there's something there for me, you know, and I just got to follow it and I got to chase it and all of the things. And I took that leap of faith and I hit ground. Thank God. Like here I am. I have no regrets, but now I'm like left thinking, well, now what, you know, I I'm here. I followed this and now what? I think I was just expecting something epic to happen right off the bat, but I think that the universe is really just showing me um, this is a season of just um, to stop chasing and to simply be. Letting the process like unfold as it will. Yeah, not in hyperspeed like I'm used to. And even the culture here is very different too. It's just very more uh, laid back. Like people work to travel. Um, People work to enjoy their lives. You know, um, they have social drinks after work. They have, they take breaks for smoko, which is coffee time. And there's just so much more of like, relax. It's going to be okay. And uh, I'm, I'm not that person. I think um, like North America has bastardized a lot of things because I found the exact same thing when we lived in Germany. They didn't um, live to work. They worked to live. Like I'm going to work and then I'm going to go travel. I'm going to go enjoy this world that we only get one crack at. Mm -hmm. And it was just a lot of like a lot slower of a pace. People walked. People like, you know, went out for drinks after. It was great. And here it's just, we're in go, 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 go all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think that we're, we're forced to <clears throat> not trust ourselves and to really just, um, <laughs> um, oh, where was I going with this? Um, yeah, just to be super busy. And like, I always felt like I owe, like owed someone something. Like when you say yes to a job, like you're committed, you have to be in that job. And I know we've touched on this a little bit before. And, and I think that like our age group is really breaking that stigma and it's okay to have multiple jobs or different jobs and stuff like that. But like here it's almost a little problematic because they do have so many people coming through that only want to work for a few weeks or a month. Right. And that, that kind of time commitment is tricky, but at the same time, like if that's what you want to do, then do it. Like, it's so crazy to me that I don't have to devote, um, three years to a job right now. Like I can just go and try out a few things and that's okay. It's weird. Um, I don't know, like I've ever been to New Zealand, but I also think too, in North America, even if we're trying to not get caught up in it, we're caught up in the big house, mm-hmm. the new car, all the new toys, the clothes, the hair, the lashes, the nails. And not that I'm saying any of this is bad at all, but we're so caught up in everything, like all of this stuff that costs a lot of money. And therefore, we have to work 
a lot to make that money to just keep afloat in our day-to-day life, let alone live life. Yeah. And I found in Germany, that wasn't a, that wasn't the hot topic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think here you can definitely find that too, like keeping up with the Joneses and stuff. But I think that that's why I love traveling so much because it, it allows you to rip the layers off. Like, so, you know, we all want that love. We all want that belonging. So if all of your friends have um, nails, like even when I landed here, like all of the girls here have nails and I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe I should get my nails done. And I'm like, is that actually important to you? Um, no, it's not. So then don't do it. But I want that sense of belonging. Like I hear, mm-hmm. I see them all talk about their nails and that's like really silly, mm-hmm. but it is, it's like, they're all talking about their nails and I'm like, oh, so mine look ratchet and I, I actually bite mine like, ew, <laughs> you yeah. know? Well, it is true. And like I said, even if like, you're like, you know, you, you don't like, oh, I'm not going to get caught on that. Like you said, we're by human nature. We want yeah. to belong. Like yeah. we want to belong to a tribe. That's just stems back to eons ago. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, for you, the nails, yeah. right? Like it's, yeah. And I think it gets even harder once you throw some children into it because you don't want your kids to miss out on anything. And because their friends have a boat, like maybe you want to have a boat too and give that to your children and stuff like that. I think it's really, really hard um, to not get caught up in that Um, because, yeah, I didn't really think I was until we just literally pointed it out. Like I almost went and got my nails done. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, and that's a thing. And it's not, and like, if you love your nails, get like getting your nails done. That's, mm-hmm. that's cool. Like that's, I'm not, that's not what I'm saying, but it is, um, I find here a lot of us, we have to, um, work to live like a, like a norm, just a basic life, mm-hmm. not a life that fills our soul. And I think it's no fault of our own because no. we are fed this dream from day one. Like um, this is how you become anybody in the world. Like mm-hmm. you have to have the nice things. And I think we just have, that's why as a society, we are so empty and so unfulfilled because we keep on chasing this artificial happiness that never comes after we buy the big houses and the nice vehicles and stuff. It's because is that what you actually truly want or is it what society has fed you? And if it's something you actually truly want, like we said before about the nails, that's amazing. If it actually fills your soul and you are okay trading your time or money to pay that for that, that's awesome. Keep doing that. But if there comes a point where you're like, okay, I'm trading all of this time, therefore I don't have time to do the things that actually fulfill my soul, then I need to cut some corners. And you know what? If that's be- if that becomes me living in a smaller house at least I'm happy and and it's very hard to get there because society like has so much shame around that but honestly there's nothing shameful about being happy and doing the shit that fills your soul because then you get off the rat race and you feel whole and I would not trade that for anything no and I think too I can't remember this isn't my saying but I heard it once. Um, if you cannot be happy in the pants you're in, 
you're not going to be happy in the new pants, mm-hmm. which is a like so accurate. If you cannot be happy with the vehicle you have now, you're not going to be happy when you get the new one. Mm-hmm. So you're trying. And so it's really like, yeah, to take a step back and be like, what, what do I want? Like when mm-hmm. I sit in our house, like I say to Ryan all the time, like I absolutely just love our place. Like it feels like home, mm-hmm. but then again, home to me, I could live in a two bedroom apartment with it. my home to me is my family. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's key, but yeah, it's just interesting. Mm-hmm. And going back to that pants saying it's very true because I think a lot of people travel to avoid their problems or run away from them. Mm-hmm. And I was very like, I, you know, I was seeing a counselor and everything to make sure that like, that was not what I was doing. And it's so interesting to me because I'm across the world right now, um, a long way from home and it's the same shit, different place. Like it is so crazy how many people remind me of people back home and how many um like you can't outrun your problems they were they'll always be mirror reflections of the shit that you're trying to avoid and yeah it's just interesting to me because and I think it goes back to us saying like you know when you're striving for that goal or when you do all of those things it's like okay when I reach this point all my problems will go away when I reach this point then I will be happy but the truth is is like you got to solve your own problems along the way and you have to find that happiness along the way because that one thing is not actually going to make you happy. It is a collection of things getting there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and we've said this enough, but even if you like get to your goal or solve that problem, life's not stagnant, it's dynamic. So there's going to be other problems that come your way. And that's where really tapping into who you are and your being and drowning out the sounds and the voices of everyone else and what will they think. Mm -hmm. That's when you can really sit there. And thank you for saying that because I think that that's the period that I'm at right now and I've never had that opportunity to like, I think that you can do it anywhere at any time in your life. I really do think that. But here I have literally... um. I've been forced into it. Like there is no outside world. There is nothing like I am solely responsible for me and I have to um, tap into myself because right now I have so many opportunities, so many decisions to make, so many ways that this could go and I feel so overwhelmed. So I just don't do anything. And now I'm like, okay, you've been here for over two weeks. And like, what do you have to show for it? Like, what are people going to think? And I always still have to pause and be like, it doesn't matter. Like, I think I've needed this time to regulate my nervous system. And so now when opportunities or um, things come my way, I'm starting to feel into my body. Like, if it's like, it's either like a hell yeah, or "Mm, I mean, I'd try that maybe once. Or like, no, not for me. Cause there's, there's lots of jobs here and I always want to work and help people and see what I can do. And so some, some jobs have come my way and I'm like, mm, I feel that people pleasing things like, oh yes, I could really honestly just sacrifice a little bit of myself so that I can get you out of a pickle. 
but I don't really want to, you know, I don't really Mm -hmm. want to do that job. So now I'm feeling into my body and I'm like, nope, thank you though. Mm -hmm. Next, you know, and that's called boundaries, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which, and trusting yourself, like boundaries and respect for yourself because, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's easy to get caught up in that. Mm -hmm. I actually was talking to a friend this week about boundaries and just how like she stretches herself thin because she wants to help everyone else. And then like my, I just asked, well, what about you? And she just kind of blankly stared because I'm like, it's not rude to say no. It's you you have to think about yourself and how stretched thin are you? And would you be mad if someone said no? No. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that, I think it just all comes back to, you know, if I could offer any kind of tool for you to work through this for our listeners, for everyone, it would be to like take those moments to just really check in. And I think, Sometimes I can just do it on the fly and sometimes I really have to just like get into my body, meaning like just feeling the breath come in and out of my body. And it sounds so simple, but God damn, it's hard. So I just focus on, um, on my breath, slowing down my thoughts, coming into my body. It really helps if you have like noise counseling earphones and you close your eyes because then you really have to feel with your senses into your body. And then, um, and then just ask yourself, like, does this feel good? You know, when I am volunteering at X, Y, and Z, does that feel good? And you can feel it. You can, and your brain's instantly going to be like, yeah, it does. Because Mary Jo, she said that you did a really good job. So that makes you feel good. And then you're going to be like, okay, thank you, brain back to my body. Like, how does this actually feel in my body? And if it's like, this actually feels super good then keep doing it. And if you're like, well, meh, then your brain's probably going to kick in again and be like, well, you can't quit. You already made a commitment. Well, guess what? You only have a few, like you don't have very many days on this earth. So if you're going to waste them doing something that you don't like because it fulfills someone else, it's Mm -hmm. not worth it. So feel into your body. Yeah. Feel in, lean in and just go. Because I I know a lot of times too, like a big factor that comes in, especially here is, well, I can't just quit my job. I have bills to pay. But when you sit and you lean into your body, like what could I, what doesn't bring me joy that I could get rid of that I pay a bill on, right? Like what doesn't just fill me up and it causes more stress than good and negative stress. Mm -hmm. Um. And then run with that again, yeah. who cares? I know it's, it's so much easier said than done. I still struggle with this. I am human. Who cares what people think? Mm-hmm. Because I hope no one at the end of my life is standing up by my body RIP and like says, Oh man, Melanie sure had lots of Lululemon leggings. <laughs> that's not what is said about me or I'm not going to Mel's funeral because in 2003 she stopped volunteering yeah (laughs) like 
well, then you, you know what? I don't want you there. So be gone. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but it's true. But then there's the flip side where there's so many things that bring you joy. Yes. And you end up running an effing rat race. Yeah. So and- Q, how are you feeling, Mel? Let's talk about the opposite oh. side of the spectrum. Friends, I am overwhelmed. Um, I posted a reel today because I literally needed to step away from the life that currently is to take a moment to breathe. And that song by Desiree, I can't remember her last name, but it just, it is a mantra that repeats like for three minutes about I am blessed, I'm stressed, but it's opened up things. And I just had to take a moment to be and be present and regulate because I am overwhelmed with all amazing things is just a lot right now. And um, I'm having to ask for help, which is hard, but I'm doing it. It, It's just really hard. And could I do more of it? Probably. (laughs) And then life also throws you curveballs. Today, I was supposed to teach a class, run and get groceries, then pick up the kids and then go volunteer. While mid-class, I get a call from the school, Rowan's sick. Okay. Well, now all my plans have just went to crap and I am in the middle of a shitstorm that I got to figure out because I'm jetting to lovely St. Paul on Saturday. Um, But um, that doesn't mean, like I was saying to Kaylin, someone said to me, well, then maybe you shouldn't put your kids in activities. Well, no, 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 no. That's, I'm not saying I dislike this life. I am not saying that watching my kids dance and volunteering with them, like any of that does not fill my heart with joy. I'm just saying in this moment, in the month of June, it is a lot. It is a lot to do the dance, do dance, do your business, podcast, groceries, laundry, get outside because it's beautiful, get the kids ready to school. It's a lot. That doesn't mean I don't love this life. Um, so I've had to do a lot of a lot of regulation. I have taken taken oh, I can't even count what June 7th. I've probably taken a million regulatory breaks of just moving my body and breathing because I need it. I'm just I'm running I'm running a rat race right now. And a rat race of all amazing things. And so also, I mean, let me rephrase that. I hate laundry. So I've been leaving the laundry because it doesn't fill my soul. But all the things that have me going, I love. So which one do I drop? None right now because I can't. When I sit down and I'm like, okay, what could I take off my plate? Really laundry, cooking, toilets. Like that comes to my head. But I mean, I have to do that stuff or we won't live if we don't have food Mm -hmm. um we just have another special guest here sorry this is say hi Ah. (laughs) hello avery (laughs) um she looks so so today she is yeah so that's just kind of where i am i'm just overwhelmed. And I really had to sit with myself and, um, maybe this will hit with someone, 
Um, I, I was starting to get mad at Ryan Mm. in my head, not out loud because he, he has no, we're just different beings, but like, I was getting mad because there's just so much to do. And I feel like I'm falling behind and I feel like I'm by myself in the house. And so what do I do? Instead of talking, I stew in my freaking brain about it. Right. And this is where you just have to voice, (laughs) Hey, can you please fold the laundry? Like I have a notorious habit for saying, don't worry about it, babe. I'll get it tomorrow. Girl, like you're, you hit the ground running tomorrow. When are you going to fold laundry? Right. You're not. So you'll get to it and like never, because we'll just keep pulling from that dirty laundry spray and Kaylin's wrinkle spray on it. And off we go. Um, so, um, this is a great moment for me because also I find when life is good, life is good. And you forget that there are hard times and how you actually cope with them. And then this happens and it humbles you again. It brings you back to, right, I still have, am healing. I'm still human. And I have to deal with this stuff because my shoulders aren't that broad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that you brought up that you're stewing in your brain because, um, yeah, I, I feel that too. And then eventually we just explode and people are like, well, where did that come from? <laughs> Little did you know, it's been up there for a long time. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And I don't know, I'm sure so many, but I'll sit there. Ryan's probably going to listen to this, but he was, um, sitting on his phone on the bed, taking like five minute tap out. Maybe it was 10. And the whole time I'm sitting in the kitchen cleaning and I'm like whispering, but I'm like, Oh yeah. Must be nice to be able to sit in your phone. Oh yeah. Well, there's stuff to be done. All right. Yeah. Like you go to work tomorrow. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm literally having a conversation with Ryan in my head when Ryan's in the next room, like check Melanie, maybe go talk to your husband. Ah, that's right. That's right. Talk about your feelings. The same thing you're teaching your children. Right. And ask for help. Mm -hmm. And that's a big one. Like, Oh God, I feel too. And I'm just speaking from a mother's point of view because I am a mother. We put a lot on ourselves. Like if I were to flip the roles at no time, would I look at Ryan and say, no, like if he was home and doing what I'm doing and I'm doing what he's doing at no time, would I tell him, stop this? Don't do this. Like, So why do we make it so hard on ourselves to ask for help? We are so many things to so many people and to ourselves, And we're one person. I am but one person, right? Like I, it's, it's okay to ask for help. It is okay. And that's just a hard, that's a hard pill to swallow because even after you do all the work, 
that mom one for me is a hard one to say, I, this doesn't make me a worthy mom. I know that like my, my busyness and work ethic, like my work worth is not tied into any of that as a human, but somehow mom, like if I can't do this and this and this and this and this, well, this and this and this, I'm not a good mom. I'm calling bullshit. I'm calling absolute bullshit because I am. I'm a very good mom. And I think we also have to look at the definition of what a good mom is. And I think we all have a different definition. And your kids are going to need a different kind of mom versus Sally down the road. Yes. So what is a good mom? Does it mean that all of your laundry is folded and your house is clean? I don't know. Maybe that is what a good mom is to you, to your children. Maybe that's what fulfills them. Or maybe it's something else. I don't know. Yeah. And it's just, and I mean, too, it's like, and it's finding your balance because what's so interesting and frustrating and when you know who you are and when you find what fills your soul, you seek it. But that's another thing in your life. So putting me first is hard because that sometimes means you have to leave at bedtime Mm -hmm. and you feel like a bad mom because you are leaving with them crying because they want you. But you also know in your head to be the mom that they need, you need to go do this to fill your cup. And it is a mind F. Mm -hmm. What a vicious circle. Yeah. And I just keep what I keep sticking to and telling myself um, in these hard times and in times where I might feel not supported or like a bad mom or whatever is I will not have my children thinking they have to pour from an empty cup in adulthood. Mm -hmm. I want this to be normal. And I want my grandkids, if I'm God willing, to think this is normal so that they live that life and that they don't have to go through this friggin'. I mean, they're going to have their hardships, but I want Rael and Avery Rowan too, but big time Rael and Avery, like you don't have to lose yourself. Like Lynette said, like I was Lynette before I became a mom. Like I was Melanie before I came a mom. You do not have to lose Melanie. Mm-hmm. just because you're a mom and going and doing something that fills your soul does not mean you love your children or your life any less. It means that you love yourself too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where I am right now. And this is also June. I am not an anomaly. I've talked to many moms about this and we're all like, it's wind up of everything. School's coming down to the wire. Kids are done. You're done packing lunch. Like everyone's ready for summer. Mm-hmm. Everyone. So it's also a good tap in to remind myself, like when Rael's breaking down, she's probably feeling this way too. And she's also probably feeling what I'm feeling. Not probably. She is. Kids are so tall them humans out there right now struggling in June. You've got it. You do. Mm-hmm. Take those breathers like 
This is but a small speck in your year, in your life. Have you always been able to take those breathers, Mel? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So no. I think that a lot of times when I'm listening to a podcast or something and they're all like, do this and everything's great, but then they don't really give us the tools on how to do it. That frustrates me. So if you want, could you share your experience from going from like, how did you learn how to emotionally regulate basically and take those breathers without um, feeling that sense of like, well, I don't have time or this Mm -hmm. isn't important or whatever you felt. Maybe. Um, So for me, it would be like a big one when I was starting to teach Rael how to emotionally regulate. She is my mirror. She is my mirror. I understand her because she is me and she is her, but her and I are mirror images of each other. And so it got to me, well, if I'm telling her to go breathe, maybe I should start doing the same. And so I physically have to tell myself. So For me, I can feel it. It starts in my chest. It works up to my neck. My jaw gets tight. My fists start to clench. And I know, like, I'm done. I am done. And so I have, okay, I'm going to go breathe or I'm going to go move. And I physically take myself to a separate room. I'll use this morning as an example. Rael just was not having a morning. And um, I was done. We were late. And so I, I looked at her, I said, I need to go breathe for a moment so that I can bring my body and my mind together, connect my body and my mind. Cause that's what we say. So I stepped, I went into the garage and I shut the door and I just took a nice deep breath in through my nose and then exhaled all my air again and exhaled. And then I also reminded myself that Rael is tired too. Her emotions are heightened. And then I walked back in. I was calm enough, still frustrated, but I had connected my body and my mind where I could get down to her level again. Um, so I physically, yeah, when I notice, and everyone's different in how they feel when they're dysregulated, um, but I just step away. Or this morning, I could just tell, gosh, this morning, here's another example. God, like before the day had even started. I just felt like jittery, like I couldn't calm. So I'm like, turn on this song. You like this song? Dance. Just move. And it just calms me enough to bring me back to who I am, my center. It's not easy. And every it works different for everyone. That's the thing, too. What's so hard is some people like to tap. Some people like to breathe. Some people like to do a little stretch. But find what works for you. And you'll know. Because you'll feel your fists will unclench, your jaw will unclench. Everything will just feel a bit more soft. Mm-hmm. And start simple. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be an hour. No. And that's the thing. Like I literally, for the most part, like for these last seven days, my regulation like breaks have probably been no more than five minutes. Most of them probably three. There's a lot more of them. But three minutes just allows me to, okay. And it's okay sometimes to cry. That's also a fantastic release just to Mm -hmm. cry. This reminds me of, honestly, (laughs) I don't want to 
relate um, motherhood and freaking waitressing, but <laughs> just popped into my head because I thought about like, okay, when people smoke, like that is somehow acceptable. And that's like emotionally regulating too, because you got like your hit of nicotine and it like, you know, you're calming yourself because you are naturally like you're breathing, you're breathing in toxins and I'm not supporting smoking. And I do have a point here. So hold on. <laughs> um, but as a server, so I waitressed from age 15 to, I don't know, probably 21. And I was always pissed because since I didn't smoke, I didn't get a break. Like I couldn't go outside. And, um, sometimes when I was just so overwhelmed and I just could not like, I still have like server nightmares. Um, and <laughs> like even just talking about it, I can feel my, my senses getting heightened. Um, so eventually I was just like, screw this. Like I deserve a break too, because I can't do this. Like what yeah. would end up happening is I would just be running around so crazy with my head chopped off and getting absolutely nothing done whatsoever. And then eventually I just started going outside and just like breathing or into the freezer. Freezers are a good place. Like the walk-in freezers to have a good cry. You often see people in there. <laughs> so, um, I would start doing that, but a lot of people thought it was weird because I didn't smoke and, and I was outside and I'm like, you know what? No, I, I need five. Like I am getting nothing done because my brain and my body are not connected because my frontal cortex is just like offline. So I can't, I can't regulate. I'm, I'm not doing anyone a favor when I'm at the stage. So I'm taking five. When I think too, and I mean, we've talked about this before, not on, well, maybe on here, but, um, I parent and everyone parents differently, but for me, it's just like, how can I request respect from my child or my children and request, they don't yell at me if I don't respect their boundaries and them and I yell at them mm-hmm. and I, you know, so to me, it's like a modeling as well. Like, Hey, I'm going to go breathe because mommy wants to talk to you in a respectful manner so that we can actually communicate. How about you go do the same? And when we come back, we can both be still frustrated or angry. Cause that's my big thing. Like I told, like I tell the kids, you can be angry. You can be whatever emotion you are. It's how we react. Mm-hmm. And mommy's not saying you can't be angry at anyone, but you will still be respectful mm-hmm. and communicate appropriately. So. I don't know where I was going with that, but I bet it takes a lot of patience though. Oh, and I lose my, like, don't kid yourself. Melly doesn't have it all wrapped up in a pretty freaking ribbon. You know, like I've read the one thing, Hey, summer's here. My windows are open. If you hear my kids or me yelling at my kids, it's because I've asked them really kindly eight times to put on their pants. Like we are human. Like we do also reach a limit where it's like, I can't ask you another time to brush your teeth. It's been 10. I'm over it. Brush your teeth. Like, mm-hmm. but I just, my hope is that my kids, yeah, grow into adulthood, understanding themselves and their emotions and their ways to cope, that they don't have to enter their 30s searching for it because they've got it. 
yeah. Alas, it's a shit show right now and all great things. We've got a recital coming up that, oh gosh, they're all so stinking cute. Going to a wonderful Brenda's retreats this weekend, which I'm excited for. So all good things and things that I do make note of being in the moment. Because mm-hmm. that they those moments get me through what is this insane period. And I think that the exception of, or the acceptance of duality of emotions too, because yes. um, you're probably trying so hard to be in the moment when you go to Brenda's retreat, but then you also know that you have three kids that are missing you. And so it's okay to feel mm-hmm. it all. 100%. Like motions can coexist. Yeah. We and- call it like sad, mad. Rael a lot of times is sad, mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember going last year to Brenda's retreat and you just getting a FaceTime when they're all just like bawling, you know, and you're just like, okay, you know, like I'm here and you gotta, you gotta work through this. And, and I think that that's so many amazing skills for children too. Like they can't always be reliant on you and you can, you can know that people are sad, but then also know that you're doing this for yourself. And for other women too, like you are empowering so many people and it would be awesome if you could be at two places at once, but you can't. And it's really important for your kids to see you doing things that you love too. Yeah. And I also think it's great for Ryan. Yeah. Like this is like, as you know, as hard as it may be on him because yeah, kids are crying and stuff, but this is, this is good for him too. Like we're, we're parents together, a team. He's not babysitting. He's parenting. Yep. This is good for them to be one-on-one with dad and to go through these struggles with dad. Mm-hmm. And yep. it's good for us because that also tra- creates a respect. Mm-hmm. And you don't have resentment because you also get to go and do the things that you want to do too. Right. Well, and now we're on the like opposite side where I'm telling, cause he usually plays shinny in winter, like during work, but summer comes and he doesn't have that. So now I, I'm on the other end be like, you need to go do something for yourself. Like go do a round of golf, go do something. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause also yeah. that's where I'm like, I go play hockey. Like you go do something, but yeah, that's up to him too. That's not up to me, but it's just such a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Cause he used to tell me you need to go do something. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I saw something, um, on Instagram the other day. It was my, my GF, um, Renee Brown. God damn. Oh yeah. yeah. And so she says that her and her partner have this thing where like when they come home, they tell each other what they're running at. Like, babe, I only got a 20%. And then he, and then he's like, okay, I got the rest. And then that's, that's what a partnership is, is you're just, you're carrying the other person's weight and vice versa. Right. And then she's like, and she said, when we don't have a combined hundred percent, we stop and we make a game plan because that's when fights start. That's when resentment starts. That's when arguments, you know, and then you just, you lose that kindness towards each other and you start going against each other, then working together because you're not against each other. There's, there's a lots of hard things in this life and you can't be at a hundred percent all the time, but that's why you have a partner. And 
and it's figuring out, you know, it's not me against you, it's us against these problems. And Mm -hmm. so coming together to try to find that combined 100%. And when you don't have the combined 100% sitting down and being like, what can we take off our plate? What are you going to do? What am I going to do? And just kind of having a game plan. That's good. I really, I really like that too, because I think often, um, as a stay at home parent, you fall in the trap of, well, they've been at work all day. Yep. And so you just, they come home and you're like, they've been at work all day. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. But so have you, mm-hmm. I yeah, like yeah. that. And I really like that. Hey, I'm at a 20. Hey, I'm only at a 40 Kate. What are we going to do? Because we got three kids here. Yeah. And they need you. Yeah. That's a great, that's awesome. I like that. Yeah. And like this, these last two weeks, uh, well, summer has been at work. Like I've been a stay at home, not wife or parent because <laughs> I'm staying at home without kids or a husband and, you know, I'll tootle around, do some things. But I think that that is the hardest job because number one, you don't get a paycheck. And number two, nobody's telling you, you've done a good job. So it is like, um, when people go to work, they feel that sense of worthiness. They see, feel that accomplishment. They feel um, they get rewarded. When you stay at home, ain't nobody rewarding you. It's almost just an expectation. So it's like this, this mindless trap of being like, oh, okay, well, I'm doing these jobs, but they're actually not important. They're just expected of me. Or when you don't do those jobs and you feel like, oh, crap. It's so, and it's also hard too, when your um, love language is words of affirmation and you're at home all day. And like, sometimes I legit will be like, did you see the closet? Because I need my, I need to hear like, oh, wow, that looks really nice. Like Mm -hmm. that I did something. And isn't that funny? Cause like, even through all the work, you still like, there's things you just, cause yeah, it is a very thankless job except on mother's day even right yeah like it's still an expectation it's not it's not a genuine thank you it's like oh there's a day now that uh we're supposed to appreciate you on so here's maybe some breakfast in bed if you're lucky (laughs) yeah and that's it is it is one of those and it's a battle I mean it always you know nothing comes easy no okay Yes. I feel like we've covered some amazing topics today. I've been really, I really enjoyed this podcast, this very random one that we, this is how we roll. Never, never bore me. You never bore me, our combos. No, they're so good. Hey, and uh, just a reminder, everyone, don't forget about our live um, session coming up. June 16th. What are we calling it? Like, it's not a live session. It's, oh, behind the scenes. I like that. Yeah behind the scenes where you just get to hang out with us. Like we're hanging out right now on zoom, asking questions, bringing in things. And then that's the end of season one, 20 episodes. Emotional for sure. I, yeah, it's quite shocking that here we are almost at 20. This is legit a like 20 weeks. We have shown up every week, except for me. I missed one, but (laughs) no, We've shown, Um, no, you shown up. We talked, we figured it out. uh, It didn't show up. Um, Yeah. So cool. I don't know. I just love it. 
And I love where it just, yeah, you come up. It's just a shitty shit show day. Shit show month. It is what it is. But join us. Yeah. June 16th. If you want, there's a form on our link in our, on our Instagram page now. And as I hear a lot of people say, like, and subscribe our, to our podcast, anywhere podcast can be found. Oh yeah. That's a good add on. I know. Right. Um, Also do that. (laughs) Yeah, please. And tell your friends. Um, Also, if you're not on the Instagram, because I know a lot of people aren't, Mm -hmm. we have an email. Thanks to Mel. Woo! Uh, It's long, naked, and a little bit afraid at (laughs) gmail.com. You sounded like a robot. I know. I intended to. Yeah. And uh, we don't have any questions for live and live Q&A with Mel and Kay. You got one burning? Nope. Okay, I got what's uh what is your favorite holiday, Mel? Honestly, summer holidays. Like legit the whole summer. I just enjoy no schedules. We just go and do whatever we want that morning. I just like summer holidays. I love all my kids, and I know this isn't everyone, and some people are gonna cringe, but I like the kids home where we can just go. So two whole months, summer holidays. How about you? Wow. Yeah. I mean, I've been very lucky and I've also gotten summer holidays with most of my jobs. So also love that. That's a great answer. Um, Holiday wise, it's not a national holiday yet, but my birthday would be one. (laughs) (laughs) I love my birthday. I love the month of May. Um, but if I had to pick like a legit holiday, it would be um, Easter. I love Easter. I love the colors. I love the anticipation of spring and summer. I love um, chocolate. And I just, I think it's just so happy. Like, it's like, oh, hey, we're finally almost out of our seasonal depression. Here's some happy colors and the weather's going to get warmer. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly don't know if I have a like favorite like holiday holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with summer holidays. Yeah, that's fair. And your birthday because it's gonna be a national holiday. Yeah, you guys. Whoever, should... whoever can make that happen, make that happen. Kaylin's Please. birthday, national Please and holiday. Thank you. Yep. Um, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, guys, thank you for stripping with us. Stay weird. <laughs>